Alright, here we go. Welcome to the Whale Talks Wrestling, episode 92, the special episode, the New Japan G1 review from start to finish of all my favorite matches. This is going to be a long one, folks, so I hope you're prepared. I hope you enjoy some New Japan like I do. Like I said, they've had a very rough year. You know, a lot of people, sadly... Are not watching as much as they used to, but I'm never going to give up on New Japan. Like I said, if it wasn't for New Japan, I wouldn't be really watching wrestling right now. They renewed my love for wrestling. I will continue to support them till the end. Like I said, I still think personally they have the best wrestling on the fucking planet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, AEW's definitely got the US unlocked, but nothing touches Japan. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, New Japan is the way to go. <laughs> But let's get into it. We started off with a banger right away. Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. I love the feud between these two, between the tag titles and him. And, you know, always trying to kill Naito and all this stuff. It's been going on for a while. This has been a very good rivalry. Uh, Zack is in control. By the way, I will be only talking about my highlight matches, my favorite matches. I'll sprinkle in a little bit of here and there, but... Or who should have won and this and that and all that stuff. But I will be talking about my highlight matches only. I'm not talking every single match in the G1. That would be a five-hour video. But Naito vs. Zack Sabre Jr. We started off here trading submissions. Naito with the... How do they say it? Combination... Damn, I can't say it. I am Spanish. Cabinicion, cabron in the corner. I fucking love that thing. Where he sweeps the leg, does the drop kick, you know. Uh, ankle pick into a PK by Zach. I, I love a good ankle pick. It's a very simple move to hype me up, is an ankle pick. Same thing with the Saido suplex. Dragon suplex with a bridge by Zach Saber for a near fall. Naito with a nasty uh, fucking. Um, I forgot. Esperanza? It's like the fucking like, weird. Reverse brain buster. He spiked him right on his fucking head. Zack is killing the knees of Naito, which I hate when they tempt fake because Naito's knees are holding on by a fucking thread. Destino, but Naito cannot cover. Dragon suplex into a DDT, into a choke by Zack. What the fuck? This guy's a maniac. Naito turns that into a brain buster. Uh, double stomp to the knee by Zack. Fuck you, Zack. <laughs> Zack Driver, nope, Naito turns that into a Destino for a near fall. Uh, Zack with a fucking Indian Deathlock into an armbar, into an abdominal stretch, into an octopus for the win. You heard me right. This motherfucker turned an Indian Deathlock into an armbar, into an abdominal stretch, into the octopus lock for the win. Naito taps cleanly. Zack Sabre Jr. starts it off with a big win over Naito. This motherfucker, yes, he locked that in. I kid you not. Then we get, oh boy, we get Shingo Takagi versus Ishii. Oh, you know, when these two step in the ring, it's all over, man. I get goosebumps just talking about it. It's about to get stiffy up in here. Uh, We got, so Shingo hits 10 shoulder blocks to Ishii while Ishii hits 10 shoulder blocks on uh, Shingo to start it off. We're just starting here. Then we go into a five-minute forearm exchange. The match just started. Ishii with a snap power slam on the outside. That sounded awful. Ishii is eating Shingo strikes. Like, legit, Ishii has yet to sell anything in the first, like, eight, ten minutes of this match. 
Shingo, you could tell this dude's getting desperate. Uh, Dragon suplex into the running elbow by Shingo. Pumping bomber, Ishii kicks out. Uh, three chops to the throat by Ishii, and then the guys have a headbutt off. Uh, Shingo hangs onto the wrist, pops him up quick for Last of the Dragon for the quick win. What a fucking match. This is awesome. They beat the shit out of each other, and I love the ending sequence of both of them giving the headbutt, and then you just see Shingo grab the wrist so quick. Hang on. He's still dazed. Last of the Dragon. Boom. Good shit. Uh... This, I don't know, this match made me feel some type of way, man. I'm not going to lie. I got a little bit, not emotional, but just wow. Like, I always go wow at these guys. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Okada. These men haven't faced off in probably like a couple, five or six years. It's been a while. I haven't seen these guys go at it in forever. Speaking of that, what the fuck happened to Okada? This dude took a little break for his neck and now he's fucking jacked. I'm like, this guy looks diff so he looks like a fucking super version of the younger Okada. He is in amazing shape, dude. He looks awesome. Uh Tana with the dragon screws to Okada. You know how this goes. Okada with a spike DDT on the floor. Ace is high, crossbody to the outside. Tanahashi, man. This guy. You know, people I wish people could understand the amount of respect I have for this man almost being 50. And doing the stuff that he does to his body. Twisted shout into another twisted shout into a third twisted shout. Hits a gigantic sling blade for a near fall. Another ace is high, but Okada catches him into the money clip. You gotta love Okada going for the money clip. Okada with a spiral tombstone. Love that move. Uh, Big elbow drop. Rainmaker pose. He hits the rainmaker into another rainmaker. Uh, into a German and then a dragon suplex by Tanahashi. Okada kicks out at one fighting spirit. Mitsunoku Driver, this seems to be Okada's other new move. Mitsunoku Driver into a big rainmaker, gets the win with 30 seconds to spare. What can I say? It wasn't their greatest match, but it was a it was it's Okada and Tanahashi. Every time these guys touch, it's something, dude. It's something magic. I just get a weird vibe out of it. It's a good vibe though. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the whole G1, baby. We get Cody Ibushi versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, man. I'm telling you. I, I, You can pay me money, and I guarantee you Ishii hates Cody Ibushi. I swear. Uh, Ishii is laying in the stiffness, the chops from the beginning. Koda wants more. Ishii is not selling Anything Koda does. Koda keeps slapping him, kicking him, slapping him, kicking him, slapping him, kicking him. Ishii's looking at him like, you fucking pussy. Koda gets pissed, slaps Ishii a hundred times. Like, I kid you not, had to be almost a hundred times. Big chest kick. He finally, after five to seven minutes, takes down Ishii once with the big kicks. Because that's the, that's, I like the little story they're doing. When it comes to strikes, Ishii can take it all. But those Koda kicks be hitting. A Koda Ibushi kick. It's like getting a fucking brick to the chest. Mid-rope brain buster by Ishii for a near fall. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Koda turned into evil mode. Uh, what do they call it? Emotionless mode. Uh, Yakuza kicks. They go at it. Koda uh, then with a German suplex. Uh, Slugfest breaks out. Koda with the open palm strikes. Ishii takes his head off with two clothesline. Koda's fighting back. 
Uh, Koda's crazy. Basically, he turns into another crazy fucking version of Ishii. Finally, Ishii kind of has a little fear of look in his face. V-triggered by Kode Ibushi for a near fall. Hits the Kamagoye to the chest. And then the Kamagoye to the face for the win. That was kind of cool. He kind of did like a two version of it. Like he went like boom, bam for the win. So that was good. Um, this is the match, uh, that started the last match I talked about in the other review I did. Shingo Takagi versus Zack Sabre Jr. These men, these men, like I said, anytime these two touch, magic. Uh, Shingo is using a power to escape every single submission Zack Sabre's got for him. Zack finally gets some shots in with some, uh, Koata kicks. Uh, Zack is trying to destroy Shingo's arm. That's the story. No popping bomber, no nothing. I always love how cocky Zack Sabre Jr. is. And he just calls everyone a dickhead. You know that? Come on, dickhead. And he starts kicking the fuck out of him. I fucking love it. Uh, Shingo with a gory bomb to get some space. Um, Shingo with a clothesline to the leg. I Like, legit. Like, he, he like, runs and clotheslines the leg. I've never seen that before. Uh, power bomb into one of the nastiest nastiest STFs I've ever seen. Like, he wrenches them and twists uh, fucking Zack Sabre the other way. Half Nelson suplex by Zack. Uh, Shingo no sells into a Saito of his own. Uh, then fucking Zack gets up. Zack Driver for a near fall. That was really good shit. Shingo with a pop-up Death Valley Driver. Zack with a couple stiff slaps. Shingo powers up. Hits Made in Japan. Zack kicks out. Then he hits the Pumping Bummer. But Shingo's hand is so fucked up he can't get the pin. That would have been it. Uh, Shingo's trying to get out the arm bar. He's, Zach has had him in his arm bar for like two minutes now. Uh, so fucking Shingo's about to get out of it. Zach wrenches back on the arm bar as far as he can. And fucking Zach Sabre Jr. with the clean tap out win. He taps out Naito and now he taps out Shingo Takagi, the world heavyweight champion. You know what that means, baby? We're getting that match as we did. Uh, we have sad news here. Naito is out of the G1 with a knee injury. Shocker. Uh, this sucks. But for Naito not being in the G1, we get special matches with Hiromu Takahashi taking on his opponents he would have had. I'm not going to lie. I squealed like a schoolgirl because this is Hiromu's time to get into the main event scene, baby. Uh, one of my favorite matches always watching, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Cody Bushi. These guys have some awesome chemistry, some great chemistry. Uh, Koda is trying to kick Zack's head off, but even Zack's not messing with that. Uh, Zack's going for the Koda, Koda's arm, just like he did to Naito and Shingo. Nasty arm wrenches to the mat by Zack Sabre. Zack is trying to get Koda to go emotionless. He wants him to. Like, he's being a complete dick. He wants to fight. Uh, he wants a kicking, uh, Zach then wants a kicking fight, bad idea, Coda wins the kick exchange in about two seconds, uh, Coda with a Rainmaker clothesline, that was fucking weird, uh, Zach with a nice shining wizard and into a sit-out powerbomb for near fall, uh, nasty V-trigger v- by Coda. Coda got some air on that shit, like, legit, he fucking, like, slow motion leaped into the air into that V-trigger, Bombay knee strike for Coda for another near fall, fucking and then this dude kicked out the kamagoye and he did it again tapped out kori mushi with a stretch muffler body scissors into a wrist lock this man just made kori mushi naito and shingo takagi tapped out in back-to-back matches what the 
fucked. This guy's crazy. Uh, we get another. I'll tell you. I'm pretty sure Zack Zaber was my MVP for the G1. Honestly, between him and Cobb, they were my they were my MVPs. Uh, Zack Saber versus Ishii. Uh, I love I love this match. Uh, Zack coming in with four and zero all submission wins. Zack is trying to destroy Ishii's wrist for more no more chops. He doesn't want to get chopped. You know it's a smart idea when you're fighting Ishii. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't even understand how this dude comes up with all these submissions, dude. Like. Who's teaching him this shit? Uh, Zach with the big kicks to Ichi, uh, Ichi, Ichi, uh, catches the, the last one and uh, hits a stunner to the leg. That was nice. Big DDT by Ichi, but of course he no sells that shit and then uh, pounces back. Uh, Zach bounces back with a PK. Uh, brain buster counted into a brain buster by Zach instead. That was kind of cool. Uh, Ishii starts stomping on Zack's face and then a headbutt and a nasty lariat by Ishii for a near fall. Ishii with another clothesline brain buster and he ends the streak of Zack Sabre Jr. Ishii with a big win. I, I love how they gave Ishii a lot of big wins in this uh, one. Uh, we get where it all started here. This was probably up there too. This was probably my second favorite match of the G1. Um... Fucking uh, Cody Bushi versus Shingo Takagi, where it all started. Pumping Bomber to the back of the head, turned him inside. Oh, Jesus. This match is starting off hot. Shingo in control with a big spike DDT to Kota. Kota with about 100 slaps and then some of the hardest chest kicks I've ever seen to get back into it. Pop up that Valley Dragon by Shingo for a near fall. Um, Saito Dakota, Dakota no sells, hits a half and half. Shingo goes down, uh, with a clothesline. Uh, fucking, uh, Shingo fucking gets back in it with a German, and then Shingo no sells that into a sliding elbow to the back of the head. The back of the head is the story here. Made in Japan, Bakodi Ibushi kicks out, a bunch of big knees to the face of Shingo. Uh, a knee strike into the Golden Star Powerbomb for a near fall. Shingo with a nasty knee strike of his own. Like, legit, he hits his own V-trigger. Uh, pumping bummer for a near fall. These men are murdering... This match is awesome. Awesome. Uh, Cody Ibushi with a fucking disgusting palm strike. Look like, oh my god, he stiffed the fuck out of him. A head kick. Kamagoya out of nowhere. Shingo kinked out. Poison Rana. V-trigger. Reverse Kamagoye. Dude, this was fucking dope. This is fucking dope. So he hits the reverse Kamagoye and then hits the front Kamagoye for a big win by Cody Bushi. Uh, Bushi trying to come back here after losing to um, fucking uh, Zack Sabre. Uh, we get a specialty match here. Hiromu Takahashi versus Kenta. Uh, this is a specialty match. This is a good match. This is a good match. Uh, Hiromu's going right at him. Uh, Kenta with some kicks to take back control. I like that Hiromu wants to move to the heavyweight division. It makes me very happy because basically I love this match because he was like, hey, Kenta moved on to the heavyweight division and we weigh the same weight and everything. So I'm like, that's kind of cool. A nasty power slam to the outside by Kenta. That was rough. Uh, we got a ref bump. Kenta gets a chair. Uh, Hiromu telling him to do it. So Hiromu gets on the floor and basically says, hit me, bitch. He like pointing at his head. He's like, hit me with the chair. Hit me with the chair. Hit me with the chair. Uh, we get a draping DDT on the chair by Kenta instead. Uh, Kenta has some of my favorite slaps. Him and Tanahashi. But Kenta has these haymaker slaps. Well, he like legit smacks the fuck out of you haymaker style. Uh, Victory Royale by Hiromu. It's a suplex flatliner, by the way. If you don't know what it is. 
A pair of super kicks right in the butt, and Hiromu's probably got the best super kick in the biz. Uh, into a nasty clothesline for a near fall. Running Death Valley Driver, Kenta uses the exter- the exposed turnbuckle and rolls up Hiromu for the win. Uh, this was a good match. This was solid. Uh, but now we get the shit here. This wasn't even an official G1 match, and this is probably my favorite match of the, of, like, the whole G1. Like, there's three or four matches that I hold really high, but... This is fucking awesome. It's Hiromu Takahashi versus Ishii in a specialty match. Loving these Hiromu matches. We need more. Like I said, this is all because uh, Naito uh, has the knee injury and Hiromu is basically taking his place. But the guys get the points anyway, so it doesn't really matter if they beat Hiromu. Oh, man, here we go. So this match starts off at 100 miles per hour already. Like These guys are like fucking clothesline duck. Drop kick, duck, uh, chop to the throat, duck, all this shit. So I'm like, okay, we're going in here. Let's go. Uh, Hiromu starts chopping the chest out of Ishii. Ishii refuses to even acknowledge it. I'm like, what? Like, I mean, Hiromu is hitting this man like a fucking brick. And like, Ishii's just like, whatever. Uh, Hiromu's going for more chops. Ishii, Ishii keeps taking him down in one shot. Uh, Falcon Arrow by Hiromu. That was weird. I've never seen him do that. Uh, Ishii is still not selling. Uh, I'm loving him in this match. I love scary Ishii not selling anything. A nasty clothesline by Hiromu, but he no-sells. And then turns it into a shotgun drop pick. Uh, Death Valley Driver on the apron to Ishii. Oh, my God. It's the one... I've never heard Ishii cry out in pain. But that Death Valley Driver on the apron was so stiff. I heard pain by both men. Ishii finally felt something. Uh, Hiromu with some crazy chops, some crazy slaps, and then he head and then headbutts by Ishii takes him down. Oh god, we get a really bad botch here. Sadly, he he goes for that wheelbarrow bulldog that Rey Mysterio does, Hiromu does, but he botches it and turns it into a fucking tombstone. He spikes Ishii's head. That I thought Ishii broke his neck for sure. I'm like, that's so dope. Like, if he could actually control that move, but good luck anyone letting you hit that. Uh, Hiromu is going into that extra fighting spirit. So basically now it's turning around because I love that Hiromu, the more he gets into it, the crazier he gets. Hits three super kicks. Victory Royale uh, for a near fall. Uh, time for the Death Valley driver in the corner. Hits it. Hiromu's on fire. Gets him up. Time bomb. I'm like, what? so this is it? He just hits this comeback and hits time bomb? Ishii kicks out of the time bomb. Hiromu with a clothesline from hell. I love the way Hiromu hits his own version of the pumping bomber. He runs the ropes like four or five times. And then he just clotheslines the fuck out of you. So just a clothesline from hell. Uh, I I just love the way how he runs the rope. Ishii pretty much murders Hiromu with a clothesline. But he kicks out. Uh, Super kick to Ishii. He no-sells. Another clothesline that makes Hiromu flip. And DDT is, he basically brain busters his own head. Eats a brain buster. Ishii gets the clean win. What a fucking match. Everyone should go check out this match. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, but yeah, I loved all the Hiromu specialty matches. Uh, we get Okada versus Tama Tonga. Okada is 7 or 8-0 and here. Uh, this is the first singles main event for Tama Tonga ever. Uh, we started off with Okada. I thought Tama Tonga also had a good showing in the G1. Uh, Okada is working over Tama's legs because that speed, that impact that Tama Tonga can do. Uh, Okada is working the five count to the limit. Uh, Okada is coming in undefeated, like I said. 
he's pretty much dominating Tamatonga. They go on the outside, and Okada's trying to fight it out out there. Uh, Tamatonga ends up hitting a stunner on the guardrail to Okada's throat. That was cool. I've never seen that before. Uh, fucking uh, draping DDT by Okada on the outside. Big elbow drop, Rainmaker pose. You know what it's coming for. Uh, while he's doing the Rainmaker pose, uh, Tamatanga springs up, hits a head shrinker DDT, his old move, uh, by Tamatanga for a near fall. Uh, hits a nice flatliner into the Tonga twist for another near fall. I love the Tonga twist. The way he hits them, it was so cool. Spinning Rainmaker, he can't take advantage. Uh, nice side Pele kick by Tamatanga. I've never seen him do that move. Uh, Uso splash, you know how it goes, uh, for a near fall. Uh, Tama. This was the best spot of the match. And I'm like, yo, he should have won with this. So he's going in. You know, Okada's hitting a strike. Tamatanga's hitting a strike. Tamatanga gets a nice reversal. Hits the bloody Sunday. And the crowd went fucking nuts. I'm like, yo, bloody Sunday. Shout out to Finn Balor, baby. Uh, power slam by Okada gets turned into a gun stun. And the crowd again goes nuts. Okada kicked out. Another thing that should have been the ending. The crowd is getting... This match is really picking up. For some reason, he just gets him up. Hits a J-Driller. And gets the clean win over Okada. He cuts a promo after. Yes, you heard that right. Tama Tonga gets the clean win on Okada with a J-Driller. I, I don't know what's this with people using the J-Drillers to end matches now. I, it's a devastating move. Because we got Josh Alexander, we got Kenny Omega, we got Tama Tonga, and we got, you know, Jay himself. And fucking Cody Rose, that random time on Malachi Black. It's a Jay Driller for the win. That was really cool, I guess. Oh, man. And here we go. This is where the emotions get a little crazy for me. So, so I'm over here, you know. Watching my G1, you know, watching my matches, watching the matches I care, you know, writing out notes, you know, chilling. You know, I just recovered from heart surgery. So I'm just like, all right, you know, some New Japan will make it better. So New Japan, you almost fucking killed me. Uh, I, I should sue your ass. So I'm over here recovering from fucking heart uh, procedures and all this shit, right? Zack Sabre Jr. comes out and he's got the biggest fucking smile on his face, right? I'm like, all right. Right, why the fuck is Zack Sabre Jr. out here? And they're like, hey, what the fuck? Zack Sabre's not supposed to have a match. And then fucking Shibata's music hit. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. The crowd can't scream or yell, but they start making some noise. You got Zack Sabre with this goofy big-ass smile. We fucking this is amazing like i am losing my fucking mind i was like what is that fucking shibata we so we get a zach saber jr shibata five minute exhibition no strikes just takedowns i am watching like a fucking little kid like legit like my jaw is to the floor i'm so fucking happy because in my head i'm just like yo shibata's back my fucking favorite new japan dude is fucking back in Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson couldn't possibly fight Shibata in my fucking dream match. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. So they get the five minute. Like I said, much Zack Saber Jr.'s got a job for life in New Japan. They let this man tap out all their main eventers. He's tapped out Tanahashi. He's tapped out fucking Naito. He's tapped out Cody Bushi. He's he's tapped out. Shingo Takagi and then they let him be the only man to touch 
fucking Shibata. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So he cuts a promo. Shibata cuts a promo after the match and basically says, next time you see him, it will be in his ring gear and it will be in a real match. And the crowd goes, fuck. Like, dude, I don't even know what to say. Like, y'all don't understand how special Shibata is to me. Like, that's my fucking guy, bro. Um, like, I, I, I can't even have anything to say. I just can't wait. Playing <sighs> calm down. Because, like, just thinking of him and Brian Danielson, bro. Oh, my God. Or him coming back. You know, Okada gets the big wins later on. And he challenges Okada. At fucking like Dominion or something. Oh man. And then we get the bitch maker again. Oh shit. I'm losing my mind. Uh final match of the G1. Okada versus Cody Bushi. Um, much respect to all the men in the G1. Like I said, they played it very safe this year. Like I understand people were probably like, Oh great, it's Okada. Oh, it's Cody Bushi. See, to me, Okada hasn't been in like, you know, he hasn't won a G1 in seven years. So I was okay with it. And he looks fucking awesome. Like Okada's in the best shape of his life. He he has the old Rainmaker clothes. He's himself. Koda's been holding down New Japan. Like he's holding New Japan his fucking back. This is his fourth G1 final in a row or three in a row or some shit. Like Koda's that's big match Koda, which makes it sad what happened in this match. So I understand they went with the safe choice. Like I said, there's a lot of shit going on right now. I wish it was Jay White, honestly. I would have had Jay White win the G1 this year, but I guess they could save that. Like I said, Jay White's like fucking 20. Like, this dude's so young. So, uh, Okada starts working Koda's leg ASAP. Uh, Okada with a big drop kick on the top rope. Koda took a nasty landing. Spike DDT on the ramp by Okada. Love the RVD cell by Koda. He legit spikes himself and then flips over. That was awesome. Uh, Okada is trying to strike with Koda. Never works out for him. They even say it on commentary. Every time Okada tries to strike somebody, it doesn't work out. That's not his forte. Uh, Frankensteiner by Koda. Jumping Frankensteiner. That was cool. Koda's basically being... Koda's laughing, being super cocky the whole time. Fucking triangle moonsault to the outside by Koda. Uh, running Golden Star Powerbomb for a near fall. That was really cool. He just fucking took off and started running. Just bam, hit the Powerbomb. V-Trigger, Kamagoya, Okada kicks out. Uh, Koda with that... I love that clothesline where he doesn't even, like, run or anything. He stands his place and just reels back and bam, clothesline. Uh, goes for the Phoenix Splash, but misses. And the match is stopped. And I was like, what? So, yeah, Koda hits the Phoenix Splash. He's flopping there like a fish. I'm like... Okay, and Okada is awarded the G1. Kota Ibushi apparently broke his fucking arm. New Japan is cursed, but hey, Okada wins G1 after seven years. And this is where we're at. Uh, we get Okada versus Shingo Takagi, which at Wrestle Kingdom, which is going to fucking rule. His her last match was awesome, and Shingo beat him clean. So this was some good shit. Like I said, the G1 overall... It was definitely one of the most slacking G1s, but the match quality was still there. Like, watch anything Zack Sabre Jr. did. Uh, Jeff Cobb and Okada also had a really good match, but I, like I said, this list was already kind of big. Uh, Jeff Cobb had a really good showing. Um, even Tama Tonga had a really good showing. Like, the G1 had some moments, but it definitely was the most safe G1 they've ever done. Like, pretty much you knew 
Like, I knew from the beginning it was going to be Okada and Cody Bushi at the end. I would have loved the surprise, but I don't think they would have done it. I don't think, I don't, I don't remember what blocks they were in. I would have loved a Jeff Cobb going to the end facing Cody Bushi or Okada or even like Zack Sabre to find the odds, taps out everybody in the fucking G1. That would have made my day. But hey, Okada. He's the man. He's going to get his title back. Shingo's had a great run. Like, you know, he's been carrying New Japan with the match quality he's had. Okada's going to come back. We're probably going to get the, you know, Will Ospreay coming back. Title for title feud. And then hopefully Will wins that. Because Ospreay should have never been stripped off the title. This dude came back in not even four months. It sucks. He should have never been stripped of the title. Um, Yeah, and also... Okada's the fucking man. My boy brings back the old IWGP world title, the greatest wrestling belt ever made. And he uses that as his briefcase, basically. And he defends the title to defend, you know, his right to go to fucking face Shingo Takagi, which I'm hoping they just do a unification match and put the old IW... Like, the new title's okay, but... Like I said, the old IWGP world title is the greatest wrestling belt I've ever seen. It's the most beautiful wrestling title ever made. There's a reason the AEW title basically copied it title for title, which I like the AEW title. That's why it it looks like the IWGP one. It looks great. But shit, here we are. I promised everybody I would do it. Uh, My G1 matches, the G1 overall, uh, all done. God, this took a lot of work. This is a lot of notes. <laughs> and like I said, the MVP is definitely, definitely 100% Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. is the MVP of the G1. Second, followed by probably, I would say, Ishii. I feel like Ishii had a fucking fantastic showing. Just for the match with Hiromu and Shingo himself. And even the match with... um. I love Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. That was awesome. But again, like, Zack Sabre Jr. is the fucking man. You know what I'm saying? But that is it for me. That is the whole G1 episode. Uh, Peace out. Take care. I will be back to review uh, Full Gear, some AEW news, uh, and all that stuff. You know, anything New Japan happening, I'm there, like always. I just did the Power Struggle review with the awesome match between Sabre Jr. and Shingo. Like I said, uh, I'll I'll review the stuff that I care about. Pretty much all the New Japan shows get reviewed because they're all kind of specials. Any AEW special and WWE, all the pay-per-views and specials also. Same thing with NXT. Anytime they do a special, that's what I'm here for. Like, I don't want to review the day-to-day stuff. You know, I kind of do miss reviewing AEW day-to-day, but it is what it is. I, I might start doing that again. You know, hopefully all my health and everything works out well. But that is it for me in this massive New Japan episode. And like I said, I like being one of like, you know, there's not a lot of people talking about New Japan, sadly. And I feel like just New Japan's like, it's there, but people, a lot of people like, they're like, it's hard to watch. I'm like, dude, I've had a fucking New Japan World subscription since like 2016. Like, it's not that hard to get. Like, honestly, I no, I probably 2014, honestly. Like, when, when Kenny first. Uh, I want to say when Kenny joined the Bullet Club. Even like even before that, I was watching with you know when TNA did the invasion at Wrestle Kingdom eight seven 
or five. But yeah, like I said, I wish everyone would give it a chance. Like AEW, that's what I'm. I, I'm. I'm not a mark. That's the thing. I'm not a fucking mark. I watch everything. I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. I watch NXT. I watched fuck. I watch uh, AEW. I watch Rampage. I watch. I watch everything. So I try not to be a mark. I basically review everything the best that I can. Like I said, WWE pisses me off, but you'll never see me be like, oh, that's like, I'm not watching that shit. Like, I'm going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? I'll just skip the shit I don't like. There's a lot of people that work there that I like, you know? And I like being one of the only people that reviews New Japan. Like, a lot of people don't, and a lot of people find it hard to keep up with or whatever, but I, I love it. Like I said, I will. New Japan is the reason I'm here watching wrestling. Like, you know what I'm saying? New Japan is the reason I love AEW Extra because they have that New Japan influence, like, where the fuck do you think Kenny Omega came from? You know what I'm saying? Like, where the fuck do you think the Bucks got famous? Uh, they got famous in fucking New Japan. Like, I knew them for PWG and TNA and all that stuff, but I feel like just New Japan doesn't get the credit it deserves. Like, where do you think these guys came from? AEW was made because of Alpha and Omega. Jericho versus Kenny. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like the world would be better off with a lot of marks gone. Like, the AEW marks and the WWE marks, I can't, ugh, I can't stand. Like, I don't even call myself a New Japan mark, because, like I said, I watch everything, and I can admit when everything's wrong, like, I will never forgive New Japan for the booking of evil. <laughs> I'll never let it go. <laughs> Ever. But, I feel like everyone should just watch everything. Enjoy everything, you know what I mean? You like what you like, you like what you like, just don't shit on stuff that you don't watch. Like, oh, that, the, like, you know, that shit sucks. And like, how do you know if you don't watch it, you know what I mean? Like, I could critique because I watch it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I tell you something sucks, it's because it probably sucks. You know what I'm saying? But I try to give everything the benefit of the doubt. Like, even NXT. Like, I fucking hate what they've done. But there's some shiny moments in NXT 2.0, you know? But I'm rambling on now. That's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. You, 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 Skate 92 on all the social medias. Give your boy a follow. Talk some new Japan with me, please. And peace out.